This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. The idea there's no right of privacy in the Constitution, giving states power that we fought a war over in 1960. Um, you know, I, I just think it's, um, this is not your father's Republican Party. Yeah. The war that he referenced in 1860, um, the Democrats were the Confederate States of America. Let's keep that in mind. The weekend is nearly upon us. All right, let's go to the uh, telephones. Let's take a phone call. Talk to the nice people. So many nice people out there. Then you have uh, crazy Democrats, too. You know, they're looting and burning things, churches and stuff like that. You know how Democrats are. It's uh, funny that Joe Biden would mention, because he's the guy who said he didn't want his kids going to school in a racial jungle in Delaware when they were uh, integrating the schools and his kids were going to school. And uh, he didn't want that. He was against that. And as pal Robert Byrd, he founded the White Knights of the KKK in West Virginia, where they did not exist before Democrat Senator Robert Byrd created them. Um, and Joe Biden and Senator Byrd were big pals, big pals, of course. And and it's amazing how they get away with, uh, hey, uh, the Civil War. Yeah, uh, yeah, you guys were the South. See, the Democrats and you, your boy Jefferson Davis. <laughs> Thanks for the Civil War, Joe. Um, also, did you know, this is kind of fun, that Joe Biden, Joe Biden was inaugurated. He was inaugurated. Uh, and... Um, and uh, just, you know, in uh, uh, 2021 there, January 20th, and that his inauguration, um, and then you look at the timeline from the day that Joe Biden was born, day that Joe Biden was born, then the day that he was inaugurated, right? He was actually born closer to Abraham Lincoln's second inauguration than he was to his own inauguration. That's how young this country is. And how young electricity is, just to name a couple of things. Joe Biden was born, his date of birth, closer to Abraham Lincoln's second inauguration than to Joe Biden's own inauguration. Isn't that amazing? You think he had electricity when he was uh, running water, when he was, uh, I'm not sure. Speaking of which, there is a new poll out, a new poll and it's a serious poll. It's a, it's a real poll. It's not some kind of a joke poll like NBC News or something like that. But, but here it is. About half of Americans say the best age for U.S. president is in their 50s. This is the Pew Research people. Pew, Pew. When asked about the ideal age of a president, around half of Americans, 49% of us, prefer someone in their 50s. According to brand new Pew Research, a survey they conducted, uh, and it's pretty remarkable because Democrats and Republicans uh, pretty much agree. It's it's uh, sort of interesting. Another twenty four percent say the best age for a president uh, is in their sixties, 
while 17% of us say that the best age for a president is in their 40s, in their 40s. Just 3% of Americans say they prefer a president to be in their 70s. (laughs) An equally tiny share, (laughs) 3%, say it's best for a president to be in their 30s, in their 30s, right? So... That's a kind of kind of an interesting thing, and and Republicans, if you're a Republican or lean Republican, if you're a Republican or lean Republican, fifty one percent say uh, should be president ideally in their fifties, twenty eight percent say in their sixties, and only three percent say in their seventies or older, or older is just hanging out there, or a hundred or a hundred years old, like Joe Biden, and if you're a Democrat. See, 51% of Republicans say best age is in their 50s. 28% of Republicans say best age is in their 60s. For Democrats and lean Democrats, 49% say best age is in their 50s. 21% say in their 60s. And 3%, 3% say in their 70s or older. Um, I'm guessing most of those people are in their 70s and the people in the poll, right? So the... Uh, of Republicans, 3% of Democrats, and therefore 3% overall say best age is in their 70s or older. But uh, overwhelmingly, and Republicans or Democrats are within two percentage points on this. It's uh, when it comes to being in their 50s, 51% and 49%. So that's pretty interesting. And uh, nobody, nobody said that you should be Joe Biden's age. 0% said you should be Joe Biden's age. Joe Biden is 80 years old. And again, his inauguration, his date of birth, and Abraham Lincoln's inauguration. Pretty much an even <laughs> timeline going there. All right, let's go to the, uh, let's go to the telephones. Uh, let's go to Dominic calling from Arkansas. Dominic, you're on the Chris Plant Show. All right. Uh, just real quickly, I, I believe, to the best of my knowledge, Joe Biden is only three years older than Donald Trump. But uh, only three. Story. Dominic, you're not yeah, from Ar- you're not from Arkansas, are you? Oh, oh, I lived in Arkansas for 47 years. So if you want to call that from, you can call it whatever you want. But I uh, I have lived in uh, Mountain Home, Arkansas, for 47 years. I voted for Asa Hutchinson twice. I voted for John McCain. So don't try and label me. Here's a question for you. So don't. What do you mean? So and don't try. And, why would I try and label you? Don't, I, I just asked you. You don't have an Arkansas accent. What? I don't know what you're talking about now. Asa Hutchinson and John McCain, and now you don't want to be labeled. I don't know what you're talking about. No, no. Well, your your person that answered the phone called me a liberal, and I can assure you that I'm not. Liberals don't vote for Asa Hutchinson and 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 John McCain. Anyway, here's a question for you. Rhinos do. Oh, Rhinos voted for Asa Hutchinson? I kid. I, yeah, yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, sure. Oh, oh did they against who? I think Who's he asked. I, I, I think he asked. I think he, uh, you're, you're very combative. You're very uh, contentious. You know what? Because you spew nonsense. Is that, oh, you see, no, there you go. Uh-huh. You, you think you're talking to people. Give me, give me an example. Give, okay. Well, I think you, I got you, one here. Give me, give me an example. No, now. you don't have one here. You know what? You can't have a conversation without hurling cheap insults. You just can't. Give me an example. Capable. You don't have the intellectual aptitude. Now, now let me so let me let me just say that. Let, no, hang on, hang on, Dominic. Hang on, hang on. No, you hang now, on. Wait, you're, you're, you're listen to him. You hang on. Hang on. Talk over him. Interrupt him. 
Do you believe well, that's, that that's completely untrue? That's completely untrue. No, that is absolutely true. Now, now hang on. I, I'd like to point out that you're doing you're doing exactly what you're accusing me of. Now let me ask my question. Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Should the Constitution be terminated like Trump suggested it should be? Uh, no. No. No, that's what he said. That's what he said. That's exactly what he said. You agree with him or not? You're not much of a conversationalist, I've got to say. yes or a no. What what are you, waterboarding me? Uh, Slow down, Dominic. Take your meds. Take your meds. You can't hold up intellectually to anybody with a... With an IQ over room temperature. With an IQ. You nonsense. You spew hatred. Hey, by the way, by the way, could that cocaine have been left by the little bedwetting Donnie Jr.? Maybe he forgot it. He looks like he's high half the time, doesn't he? Speaking of room temperature IQ, and it sat there on the... And it sat there... Hey, slow down. Slow down, Dominic. You you can't answer my question, can you? I already answered it, you you maroon. No. No, hey. Hey. There you go with the name calling. You know what? I'm surprised <laughs> you still have so I got to I got to tell you, I Dominic, you, next time you know I see what? you, yeah. Yeah, next time I see you, yeah. you and I will talk about whether or not Donald Trump suggested terminating the constitution. Well, you haven't stopped talking for long enough for me to answer. Now, well, you called well, in You said you did. I just said you didn't answer and you said you did. What was your answer? Stop talking. I, you know, I have volume oh. control. I don't want to. Don't make me use it, Dominic. Uh, I said, no, the Constitution should not be terminated. Now, I would like why to. Why do you say that, then? Why? why now, let me let me uh, talk, Dominic. Do you support a take, man take who take your wants pills. to terminate the Constitution and wants to seek fake electors to steal an election? Right. That's that's You're correct All about right. everything, I Dominic. I we're done here. You know what? You're a loudmouth. Yeah. <laughs> Dominic, uh, we're done with Dominic. Dominic, you um, uh, you did everything that you accused me of being guilty of. Uh, everything that you accused me of, you just did in one phone call, uh, and and <laughs> and you established, I think, that you're a loudmouth, that you have a room temperature IQ, that you don't really pay attention, and the idea that. Uh, who was it? Which uh, Donald Trump's son left the cocaine sitting there? Don Jr. Don Jr. And for how many years did it sit there on the floor uh, outside of the Situation Room? <laughs> Every day is an IQ test, Dominic. I, I would have been happy to have a discussion with you, but uh, you're obviously quite hostile. And uh, voting for Asa Hutchinson doesn't really impress anyone. <laughs> Now, Dom, I would have uh, I would have happily uh, engaged you in conversation and and uh, talked about whatever it was you wanted to talk about. And I'm not really impressed with your voting for Asa Hutchinson, but uh, that's that's fine. I met Asa Hutchinson a couple of times. Perfectly nice man. He's you know he's not a bad person. And uh, John McCain, a great American uh, war hero, and and uh, he was the Republican nominee for president of the United States. And 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 I appreciate your call. I think it was <laughs> it was a great contribution to. Uh, the intellectual discourse ongoing in America today. And uh, I think I, I, you know, we didn't get around to anything because all you did was yell and call names and, and say that all I do is yell and call names. So uh, that, was, that was an interesting thing. I, I, I do believe that Kevin asked you if you were a liberal, which uh, wouldn't matter one way or the other. In fact, you went to the front of the line, uh, Dominic, and I went to you. There are 
240,000 people on hold. And, and, and we went to you, Dominic, because we wanted to talk to you. But you're not very good at that. So, And the next time I see you, yeah, I'm from, sure, I'll give you one of these. That's what. So uh, listen, uh, here it is from uh, 2022, December 4th. Trump calls for the termination of the Constitution in truth social post. That's the CNN headline, Dominic. That's the CNN headline there. And uh, President Trump tweeted because, uh, you know, he was upset with the ballot box stuffing and the blue rubber gloves and the covering up the windows and the poll watchers and the county officials changing election law in Pennsylvania when it requires the state legislature to do that. And there are a great many issues that should legitimately discuss in the in the light of day. Uh, and President Trump tweeted, do you throw the presidential election results of 2020 out and declare the rightful winner? Or, it's a question you see, do you have a new election? Question mark. A massive fraud of this type and magnitude allows for the termination of all rules, regulations, and articles, even those found in the Constitution. So, Dominic, I assume that's what you're talking about. And the CNN headline there. President Trump, of course, uh, quickly uh, clarified. He said, no, I'm not calling for canceling the Constitution. Um, but that doesn't matter to you, Dominic, because you voted for Asa Hutchinson. Therefore, you're on the side of the angels. And, and I'm sorry that you're so upset about this all this time later. But uh, when you called in, uh, Kevin did ask, because I guess what, whatever the conversation, I wasn't privy to that, that you had with Kevin, uh, who is uh, screening the calls today. He asked if you were a liberal. That was a question. And, um, and then you got all hostile. I don't, know, I don't know why you would do that. You know. Me, I'm the, I'm the nicest guy in the world. I, and, by, and by the way, I let uh, people that call into the show, I let people talk forever. Uh, Mike the Lib calls in. And, uh, you know, we tied, and, and uh, everything that you said is the opposite of the truth. And uh, therefore, I've come to the conclusion that you voted for Joe Biden. <laughs> so thank you for your Asa Hutchinson vote. <laughs> I'm sure he's got your vote again. He's running for president as a Republican at Asa Hutchinson. So we got that going for us. Hey, listen, as you plan for your financial future, it's important to set yourself up for success. That's the whole idea. And if you've got a high credit score, you've got more power than you might think. Right now is the time to leverage that uh, that important credit score to consolidate your debt as interest rates may continue to rise. You know, Joe Biden's president. Time to pay off your credit cards faster with a low fixed rate loan from Lightstream. A credit card consolidation loan from Lightstream can help you pay off your credit cards and lock in a low fixed interest rate. At Lightstream, their rates start at 8.99% APR with auto paying your excellent credit. Take a look at what your credit card companies are charging you. Holy cannoli. You know, you can get a loan from $5,000 to $100,000. And there are absolutely no fees for you because you hang with me. Even Dominic. So, you know, you can even get your money as soon as the day that you apply. Just for my listeners, that includes Dominic. Apply now and get a special interest rate discount and save even more money. The only way to get this discount is to go to lightstream.com slash plant. 
That's L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M dot com slash plant, P-L-A-N-T-E. Don't forget that extra E. Subject to your good credit approval rates range from 8.99% APR to 24.99% APR and include a 0.5% auto pay discount. Lowest rate requires your and credit terms and conditions apply and offers a subject change without notice. Visit lightstream.com slash plant for all the information you need. All right. Uh, you got everything all wrong, Dominic. Got it all wrong. But that's okay. This is America. You're entitled to be wrong. I will support your right to be wrong. Liberals wouldn't do that. Self-described liberals. Because they're not really liberals, are they? They're lefties. Probably, I, I, I'm guessing like, um, you know, Billy Carter left the cocaine there. What do you think? Probably be a... Maybe it was uh, Bill Clinton left the cocaine there, and they just, they just, everybody knows they don't clean up around the White House. Hey, Chris here with some exciting news. Now you can listen to me live on the WMAL app. Doesn't matter if you're in your car, in the office, on the go. The WMAL app delivers crystal clear, around-the-clock news coverage anywhere with cell service or Wi-Fi. So don't miss a second of your favorite shows. Download the WMAL app today on the Apple App Store or at Google Play Store. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. All right, we don't have a ton of uh, time on the clock, but let's go to James, also calling from the great state of Arkansas. James, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, Chris, thanks for taking my call. You bet. Hey, I- I've got to apologize for the guy that called you earlier. Apparently, he, as he said, he lived in Mountain Home, Arkansas, He's not from there, so he's probably not really from Arkansas. He's probably another liberal like the liberals that move into Austin, Texas, and attempt to destroy it. He's probably the same type of guy. That's my guess. He uh... And I, I can tell you right now, if he voted for Asa, now I, I, vote, I will say I voted for Asa, but that's because I didn't really have a choice. I had to hold my nose and vote for Asa because he's the biggest run. He's a bigger rhino than John McCain ever thought about being. Yeah, big time. Absolutely, absolutely true. Um, Mountain Home, Arkansas. Yeah, it's a, what do you say? He lived there for 47 years or something. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen.
And for the record, uh, Kevin Tober screening calls today, also with the Media Research Center. Said he didn't call him a liberal. He asked if he was a liberal because, you know, his question uh, was about uh, Trump said he wanted to cancel the Constitution. So we had that uh, that going. Uh, that's kind of part of the, the thing like that, you know. Pay no attention. Um, we did get a lot of we got a lot of text messages about it too. We got uh, oh no, our next Arkansas caller dropped off. How terrible! We had another caller from Arkansas, Christopher, but James called in and said he wanted to apologize for <laughs> the way Dominic was behaving. Got a lot of Dominic. Dominic, you got a lot of response. You got a lot of response from people. Uh, I'll uh, I'll tell you. And if you looked a little further, you know, even the left-wing Politico, Dominic, um, wrote a piece, Trump, very quickly. uh, Trump denies he suggested termination of the Constitution. Don't be silly. It's not what he said. Mm -mm 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 -mm. But uh, we got a bunch of tweets about you, too, Dominic, because people liked you, you know. And... uh, we got a tweet said, uh, make sure Dominic the donkey hits the highlight reel, <laughs> uh, which is good. And uh, Dominic was a hilarious call, says Ray Goodpasture. Dominic was a hilarious call. Wish he'd have given you a moment to engage in conversation, but he was good for laughs. <laughs> and Dominic said, not one intelligent thing, not a Republican thing either. Good. And uh, someone asked, Mike the Lib's brother? Mike the Lib's brother. <laughs> so, uh, Dominic, you are you are appreciated. Know that as we go into this weekend. And uh, President Trump didn't say that. No, I don't believe we should cancel the Constitution. Neither does President Trump. Neither did President Trump. And uh, what was it? The uh, cocaine was sitting there on the floor for years. <laughs> And nobody noticed it until Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. That's probably what happened. Mm-mm-mm. All right, well, um, do we have a short version of that Democrat uh, butchering the national anthem? Because, you know, Democrats hate America. Um, just like Mark Levin's new book explains, Mark Levin's new book, that they're not selling it Targay because they're afraid Democrats might be offended by the title of the book and probably by its contents too, but then they'd have to read it, and that would be that could be a difficult thing uh, for them. But there is a woman by the name of Jill Scott. Jill Scott is her name, and she's a songstress, and she does not like the United States of America. Uh, in fact, she dislikes the United States of America, and she had an opportunity at the Essence, the Essence Awards, to uh, that's Essence Magazine, you know to uh, sing the national anthem, which they only asked her to do because she, they know at Essence Magazine that she hates the United States of America, and it's terrible. And I don't know if you know about this, but um, in centuries gone by, there was slavery here in the United States. The British inflicted it upon uh, what is now the United States of America. We drove them out, and, and then that was 1776 for Democrats listening along. 1777, the first state outlawed slavery. That was Vermont. And we began the process of dismantling uh, slavery because the founding fathers were, uh, even though some of them were slave owners, they, uh, they were committed to doing away with slavery as a scourge. Uh, but the Democrats, which were the party of slavery and of the Confederacy, 
and plantations and bullwhips and Jefferson Davis and the KKK and Jim Crow, you know, the Democrat Party, and standing in schoolhouse doors, and uh, that's the Democrat Party. Um, they, they go around uh, in the 21st century saying, yes, yeah, slavery, slavery, you owe me money. Uh, well, you were like born in 2019. I, uh, what, uh, what's with uh, that? I, and, and I was uh, neither, uh, but never mind that, because they don't have to make sense. They're just emotionally unstable and unbalanced. And they shoot a lot of people. Have you noticed that? Shoot a lot of people. So Jill Scott is the name of the songstress. Remixed national anthem goes viral after performance at Essence Essence Festival. The Los Angeles Times has a big story on it. And uh, we don't have, we just got the short, you got that short thing because I don't want to play the long thing. Fans uh, uh, often ask R&B singer and actor Jill Scott, wouldn't that be actress? We want to get all caught up in gender, things like that. Why she doesn't sing the Star Spangled Banner at sporting events. Nobody ever asked her that. That's, that's, uh, they always open with a lie, uh, and that's what the Los Angeles Times did. Uh, Jonah Valdez. Yeah, fans often ask her why she doesn't sing the Star Spangled Banner. The reason she knows a completely different anthem would leave her lips, Scott told an audience during a March show in her hometown of Philadelphia, where the murder rate is worse than Afghanistan and Baghdad combined. It's the city of brotherly love and the Democrats and their Soros prosecutor. They had that transgender mass murderer the other day, murdered five people on Monday. And then they came out and held a press conference saying, don't call him, them, they, uh, transgender, just because he posted pictures of himself dressed like a lady with women's dress wearing a bra that was stuffed like a teenage girl in junior high school and uh, women's earrings and jewelry and stuff. How dare you call him transgender? Just another transgender mass murderer like Club Q in Colorado Springs and the Christian school in Nashville, Tennessee. And, and then there was the uh, guy, a transgender, who was going to commit the mass murder at two different schools in Colorado Springs. But thankfully, his sister turned him in and stopped that from happening. And then the transgender murderer, uh, mass murderer, five people in Philadelphia the other day, body armor, assault rifle, and, um, uh, you know, uh, women's clothes and earrings and jewelry and makeup and, and hairdos online. Just don't call them. That. So, any case, she's from Philadelphia, <laughs> and uh, so the anthem she's referring to is one that she wrote as a teenager living in North Philadelphia, a biting critique of racial inequality in America, and after more than 30 years, she performed her rewrite while touring this year. The neo-soul icon gave the highest-profile performance of the anthem so far Saturday at day two of the 2023 Essence Fest in New Orleans. That was the highest profile. So she doesn't get large audiences, I guess, because that wasn't really a big thing. But here's here's Jill Scott. She hates America. It's Fourth of July uh, week, and the Democrats hate America. She just wanted to let you know. This is not the They love living in centuries gone by. And I promise you, guarantee you, she votes Democrat every time. 
They hate America. They're not on our side. Man, oh man, oh man. I'm telling you. And that's and she's a hero because she's saying this. And we have the long version, and we listened to it earlier, but it's too tedious. It really is. So we didn't want to do that. Um, we have some uh, we have some Kamala though. We got some Kamala from the from the halls of Kamala. She and she, her limousine parks just outside the door where the cocaine was found. Probably Eric Trump left it there. <laughs> That's probably what happened, right, Dominic? Uh, let's go uh, back to the telephones. Let's go to uh, let's go to Glenn calling from Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Glenn, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, Chris. Hey, Always good to talk to you. Welcome. Uh, you lift you lift my spirits immensely almost every morning, and then to hear somebody like Dominic, it just makes me want to puke. <laughs> the guy is probably driving around in his car with a mask on yet. <laughs> and and he, if he isn't a closet liberal, I don't know what is. The guy is just, unfortunately, and I pray for him because he's not very happy. If that's the way he lives his life, God bless him. And uh, prayers going out to him. But uh, I did want to say a little bit about your show. I do appreciate it. Also... Jason, if you look, and I watch him pretty closely, when the, I think the subject seems to not be going towards the way he's going to respond. He never really looks. He looks down. He's oh, now, you're, now you're talking about the Newsmax television show at uh, yeah, 9 yeah. p.m. Monday through Friday Eastern. And, and um, yeah, and we have, uh, you know, the, the professor, um, uh, Jason, who is the, he's the liberal guy on the panel, and he sits uh, next to me. And, and uh, you're saying that, he very often responds uh, by not responding at all and talking about something else altogether. Well, I guess I'm still trying to get over when uh, Joe bite me. I mean, Biden uh, was sandbagged. Uh, he responded in that Trump went for his glass of water, whatever, with both hands. I mean, that's like, you know, uh, apples to chainsaws. Yep. You know, and that just, you know, I still can't quite get over that one. But uh, it's it's your show, so you do with what. But as I think it's Kevin, and uh, I told him, I said, well, if I want to hear his comment, I can turn on PMSNBC or the Communist News Network and hear the same thing. Yeah. Uh, you have brilliant people on there, Mercedes. Oh, my goodness, she's great. And and uh, Pellegrino, is she from Philadelphia? Or? I don't know the answer to that. Yeah, uh, that's a kind of that's kind of a Philadelphia name. Uh, Pellegrino. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice Italian name. It's a nice bubbly water, yeah. Pellegrino. Yeah, Jen Pellegrino is wonderful. She is uh uh Newsmax uh anchor and host and and uh she's on the on the show uh with me uh, every night she was on vacation last week. I was on vacation last week. But listen, I'm glad you're watching the show and uh, Jason Nichols is the sort of designated liberal. He's a, a PhD. He is uh, at the University of Maryland. He's from Maryland. And, uh, you know, he's a perfectly nice guy. But, but he, uh, you know, liberals get so upset about everything. And, they, and if you ask him a question about the time of day, they might answer with something about the weather. Because there's, <laughs> there's a, a disconnect that I've noticed that's very pervasive, very common. And you ask a question about Hunter Biden and cocaine in the White House and they'll attack just like uh, happened a couple of minutes ago here with Dominic. 
they'll they'll attack Eric Trump. And I'm like, well, that's interesting, but that's not what we're talking about. You're having a completely different discussion. And it's a very common tactic that is used by people on the left to not address the issue that you're addressing, that you're talking about. But uh, suddenly they're way over there talking about something completely unrelated. But it's but it's an attack on somebody. It's always an attack on somebody, right? There is a news story right. about cocaine in the White House, and they'll just attack Ronald Reagan's children or something like that because it's what they do. And I got to tell you, Glenn, I've been talking about this for years, and I labeled it uh, uh, more than a decade ago. The, I labeled the tactic: change the subject and attack. And 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 it's a very common. You'll you'll notice it. You know, if you watch the the Sunday morning talk shows or whatever, you're talking about one thing, and suddenly they're just off on a tangent about nothing that we're talking about, but at least they're attacking somebody. And that's it. And and it's just to pick a fight so it becomes a food fight and an argument, and they can't address and don't want to address whatever the uh, issue is that's on the table. Well, like Rush used to say, a liberal call in, like you said, you put him to the front of the line, but within 30 seconds they're reverting to calling you names. And in this case, I guess Dominic said you called him a name, but, uh, you know, Grin and Barrett, but uh, I do want to thank you for letting me know who James T. Hodgkinson was. If without your new show, I don't think I'd have any idea who he is. Yeah, you're right. Uh, the Democrat Party, he shot Congressman Steve Scalise and tried to murder an entire baseball field full of Republican members of Congress, uh, House and Senate members. And uh, and it was a one-day story. It was a one-day story. Okay. It's, it's pretty amazing. And... You know, yeah. I like uh, to remind people also that uh, James Earl Ray, who shot Martin Luther King, and, and uh, James Hodgkinson was a volunteer for Bernie Sanders' presidential campaign, right? He was a volunteer for, for um, Bernie Sanders' presidential campaign. And I like to remind people the man that shot Martin Luther King, right, James Earl Ray, was a volunteer for a Democrat presidential campaign as well for the George Wallace Democrat governor, Alabama, running for president. He was a volunteer for the Democrat presidential campaign of George Wallace just a matter of uh, days, weeks before he shot Martin Luther King and killed Martin Luther King. And, and that somehow has been erased from history as well. And they also pretend now, I played some audio this last week, the fake news media, whoever it was, um, pretending that George Wallace was a Republican. No, he was a Democrat. He was a Democrat governor, and he was a Democrat, and he was a racist and a segregationist and a Democrat. And that's where you found uh, your racists and your segregationists and, uh, and uh, on and on. But they get to erase their own history, Glenn, because yeah. you know, of academia and the New York Times and CNN. They just leave it out. Um, you know, I've long said the most insidious power the media has is the power to ignore and when you talk about Martin Luther King and James Earl Ray, and you leave out that James Earl Ray was a Democrat presidential campaign volunteer, you're leaving out a very important element. Right? And with James right. Hodgkinson, who shot Congressman Steve Scalise and tried to commit a, and it was a suicide attack, one of many Democrat Party suicide attacks in the last few years, usually against police, he tried to mow down a baseball field, an entire baseball team plus of Republican members of the House and Senate, and that was a one-day story. That story went away yeah. like like nobody's business. Uh, it's good yeah. to be a Democrat, huh, Glenn? Yeah, and exactly. Uh, one last thing. Amber Parks, you quote her almost every day. Amber so, Parks was the Texas school teacher that said, 
Don't condemn somebody because you want to have sex with a five-year-old. Very good. Very, very good. Amber Parks. Yeah. The Democrats should name an award after her. Yeah. Yeah, because pedophilia, they call it minor attracted persons, uh, is going mainstream, the Democrat Party. You know, it's not just for Jeffrey Epstein anymore. Well, the, uh, the centibillionaire that started Twitter, a guy named Jack Dorsey, who does a pretty good impression of Rasputin in his everyday life. He went on a podcast. He went on a podcast. And the, uh, the podcast is called Focused on Bitcoin. So naturally, he would go on there, one of the biggest podcasts in the world. Jack Dorsey, I don't know how many tens or hundreds of billions of dollars he's worth. But he, uh, on the podcast, he, and he endorsed Robert F. Kennedy Jr. for the presidency of the United States recently. Um, Jack Dorsey believes that the CIA assassinated John F. Kennedy. Not Junior, who died in a plane crash, but his father, who was shot in the head by a communist named Lee Harvey Oswald, uh, in theory. And uh, here's Jack Dorsey talking to the host of the uh, Hooked on Beat- Bitcoin, <laughs> Focused on Bitcoin podcast, saying the CIA killed uh, John F. Kennedy. I think the assassination of, of Kennedy by our own government was a major milestone. So you think the CIA killed JFK? 100% without a doubt. You feel like... Our own government killed the soul of America in the in John F. Kennedy. Yeah, I mean the 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 reasons um, that at least have been articulated is you know there is a he he wanted to pull back. He he distrusted the military industrial complex. He distrusted his generals. He distrusted the CIA. Um, That's all. True. And they were pushing him to do unnatural things like what happened in Cuba and do unnatural things like uh, Vietnam and continue to, to push. Russian twins. Two weeks after he died, maybe it was a, a week or maybe even a matter of days, um, his order was re- reversed and we went full force into into Vietnam with, with Lyndon B. Johnson. That's, uh, that was the end. Uh, that's how you could tell it was in the CIA blew up the location where the podcast was being held and they were both killed Quite tragically. Let's uh, let's get to, uh, I just want to end on Kamala Harris with her latest nugget of genius from the other day. Well, I think culture is, it, it is a reflection of our moment and our time. What? Right? And, and, and present culture is the way we express how we're feeling about the moment. What? We should always find times to express how we feel about the moment. That is a reflection of joy. Because, huh? you know... It comes in the morning. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> uh, have a great weekend. Forget about Kamala. Uh, JFK lives. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was the three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.